Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, Nikki C, and welcome to another episode of Life Got in the Way, a podcast dedicated to growing, learning, and achieving our lifelong goal. Today's special guest is business entrepreneur Pamela, owner of Styled by Pam. Styled by Pam is the full culmination of Pam's endeavors, from selling candy in middle school to teaching herself to paint and selling mirrors in 2009. It all led her here. Styled by Pam came around in 2017 when she wanted to make graphic t-shirts and blazers for women. Her tagline, more than a t-shirt, comes from her incorporating all of her other talents into Styled by Pam. Pam is also the proud owner of PTP Presents, Picture This, a photo booth company which she started during the pandemic. And she is also a self-published author. You can find her book, Unexplained Behavior, on Amazon and other social media outlets. With all that she has accomplished, she has more to give the world. Join us as Pam shares a piece of her world with us. You all ready? Let's go. today. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, excited, kind of nervous. My very first interview. Okay, well, you know, first of many. We're, we're going to get you started right, so uh, don't, no need to be nervous. It'll be pretty relaxed. Just wanted to get to, to know you as an entrepreneur, talk a little bit about what you have going on and all of those things. So, but before we, this, this podcast is called Life Got In The Way, and a lot of times we talk to a lot of different people from different backgrounds and different parts of their careers so they can kind of tell their stories of not just where they are, but how they got there, what the, some of the obstacles they may have had in the way, that along the way. So just tell us a little bit, just to get us started, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got your start. How I got my start, I always say like I started in middle school, like I was the kid who didn't want to do the fundraiser, I wanted to sell my own candy. And like I'm the youngest of five girls, so I didn't want my sisters to keep buying me stuff. So I figured out a way to make my own money. And from there, I just kept figuring out how to make my own money. Um, So yeah, it definitely started with selling candy in middle school. My very first business, I actually learned how to paint. So I taught myself how to paint and I was making mirrors for organizations and small businesses. You'll still see some around Columbus. And then I started in-home daycare. I had that for about three years. And now I have my online business and my photo booth company. So I've always had like a knack for business, but my photo booth company and my online business are definitely my favorite. So they'll be around for a long time. Okay. All right. You mentioned you started with painting. How old were you when you started painting? I was actually like fresh out of school. So I had just graduated from Ohio State. So in my early 20s, 
I like taught myself how to draw and paint. All right. So you, it sounds like you got a really early start right after uh, college. What did you major in in school when, uh, when you were in school? I actually majored in social work with a minor in African-American African studies. So nowhere near like business marketing, business management, none of those things that would help with what I'm doing now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like one of those things where you kind of work it in. Just, you know, maybe work in a little culture stuff, work in a little, okay, I can connect with people pretty well. So I'll use that neck. But uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've noticed that a lot of businesses sometimes start that way. They don't always necessarily start with someone going to business school for so many years. And sometimes those people who go to business school are more jaded. And that's the last thing they want to do is have their own business. So cool. That happens a lot. Like people who who went to college, they're not even working in their major. (laughs) Yeah, I, I completely understand that. What do you think has been your motivation to kind of uh, start these different businesses and various entrepreneurial endeavors? Honestly, I don't know like what motivated me to start them. It was like the photo booth was really just a a random idea, literally just sitting on my sister's couch. And I'm like, I want to start a photo booth company. So I, I did the research on Google. I found the equipment. But with that, the hard thing was... I started it right before the pandemic. So I got all of my stuff and then the world shut down. That's been a, that's been like a struggle getting it like, you know, back and running. But, and I'm more focused on doing that when I actually move out of Ohio. But my online business, I've always wanted like a a clothing line and it didn't start with the, with the name style by Pam. I wanted to be something else. So I figured I'd name it after myself. And it started with like graphic t-shirts and, um, and blazers so that was going to be like the match like the combo for it but now it's just graphic t-shirts like things that I random ideas I have put them on my website and people like them yes I actually have one of them the positive vibe hashtag positive vibes yes I love it um and that's 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 something that you really want to promote is positivity uh especially in this kind of environment that we're in you mentioned the uh the pandemic it really set a lot of businesses back um in terms of just being able to push and and do the things you did so how did you adapt to the pandemic and and um having that setback of not being able to maybe do some of your endeavors i i just focused more on the other one so since i couldn't do events there was a lot of restrictions i primarily focused on style by pam the online business because the internet is always available. That's the one thing that didn't shut down. So yes. I definitely, I definitely focused on that more um, than the other business. So it really didn't affect, it didn't affect that side of the business. But as far as you know, the photo booth company, it really put things at a halt because I couldn't do anything with it. So I really just had all this equipment that it was kind of discouraging. You know that I spent all this money on this equipment. I had this idea. You know, I really want to prosper. It's a great industry, but I couldn't do anything with this equipment I just bought. Yeah, but at least um, uh, that was unfortunate. But at least you were able to still have your other businesses. And that whole idea of, like you said, the um, the Internet didn't stop. You know, you kept going during the pandemic. What were some of the benefits of just having the Internet as that background for you? Yeah, there were there were a lot of benefits because you could definitely focus more, you know, focus more on all your social media platforms, which really helped. I'm really big on on Facebook. I use that primarily. I finally got on TikTok, so I make TikTok videos now. 
I did all the research to build my build my audience on Google. So that's a big thing that really helped. So all those benefits of just knowing how to, you know, navigate the internet, how to still push your business out there, you know, how to just convince people to buy your product because, you know, it's a pandemic and people are struggling, but that side of things like really helped me stay afloat. So yeah, that the pandemic really hit a lot of us. But what are some of the the rewards of kind of having your own business now and, and starting that process? The free time that comes with it, like making my own schedule, that demand of not having to be on time for someone else. Um, like mm-hmm. when you have a set yeah. schedule, you know, you have to be there at nine o'clock, clock in on time, be ready to go. And sometimes when you have to wake up that early, your mental isn't ready to focus on what you have to do. So with the free time of having my own business, you know, making my own schedule, some days I might wake up at 8 a.m. Some days I might be able to sleep until 11 but the, that's the benefit of having, you know, an online business because I can structure it exactly how I want to. I can make my time exactly how I want to go work out whenever I want to. Like, it's really, it's really freedom is really what it is. Yeah, I, I love that idea of freedom and just being able, like you said, just doing what you want, when you want, when you wake up, when you wake up, you go to bed, yeah. when you go to bed. I'm like, if uh, I don't do want to work find... today, I don't have to. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Do you find that you spend more time working or do you feel like it's um you've had a a a better balance now that you kind of run your own schedule I figured out how to balance it especially when it can be like mentally exhausting it can it can be a lot knowing that you have to run every aspect of your business so I've learned to like navigate that time I definitely schedule days off every day is not a work day so yeah, just like just learning how to navigate it so that you don't reach that burnout so that your business continues to uh, succeed. What do you do to keep from burning out? I know we always talk about <laughs> the, you know, the hard work we got to put you in. Okay, hard, hard. Yeah. What do you do to kind of keep that balance for yourself? It's been, it was really hard at first because you want to give like 24-7 to your business. And so I, I learned the hard way. Like I, I hit a plateau and I couldn't do it anymore. And it, it, I didn't learn with this business. As I mentioned, I had an in-home daycare when I lived in Columbus. And I was doing that by myself as well. And I was working 24-7. So I reached a point where I was like dehydrated. I was exhausted. I had a fever of 102. So I, I had to learn like to, you know, take a break. And then I, I heard someone say, another female entrepreneur, I don't remember her name, but she was like the CEO of a magazine. And she said, um, that rest is as essential to success as the grind is. So I don't I don't feel bad for taking a break. I don't feel lazy for taking a break. Like resting is as important to success as the grind is. So you have to remember that. Mm-hmm. And I bet you uh, people like, you know, Oprah and all of them, I bet you they get their sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oprah and, made it a point. <laughs> yeah, because I, I saw people sharing the video. Um, Steve Harvey has a video or there's a, a clip of his video where he's saying, you know, people don't sleep eight hours a day. You're not going to see this person sleeping eight hours a day. But you will because exactly. they know that rest is as essential also. Like you can you can go for 24 hours in one day, but you, the next day you, you're going to have to sleep those 24 hours because the body's going to shut down naturally. Like you have to get some sort of rest. Uh, I think I was uh, not too long, a while ago. I remember seeing uh, there was an outline of like the schedule of some of the most influential people. And I think Warren Buffett was on there, but. He had it built into his schedule, getting his sleep. So I'm mm-hmm. like, Look, if Warren Buffett is getting his sleep and he's still productive through the day and all of these other people, they ain't sleeping too. So I'm like, you know what? I think sleep is important. So yeah. I'm going to get my 
rest. Forget all of that. So now we talked about all of the, you know, it could be uh, rewarding. It's, it's a high demand. What are some of the, the things that you wish you would have known when you started down some of your uh, various creative endeavors as an entrepreneur? What are some things that you wish you would have known? And what, if, and what has been some of the hardest things that you've had to kind of navigate? The hardest thing for me is definitely just the paperwork side of things, keeping Ugh, track of the, <laughs> keeping track of the expenses, like money going out, money, like money coming in, quarterly taxes, end of year taxes, things like that. So that's like the, the one thing I still I still struggle with, especially when I uh, when I do get my taxes done, like just the paperwork side of things is is the most difficult thing for me. Yeah, that can be a little exhausting. So once you once you get to that point where you can hire that one person, <laughs> that's always like the first person people hire. I'm gonna get an uh, I'm two people. Get an assistant and get an accountant. Uh huh. <laughs> I'll be like, I want to get somebody. Like, hey, niece, nephew, you want to be an intern? <laughs> right. You definitely need definitely need somebody. I always have somebody come and help me um set up for events though. Like when I do events because. I'm only 5'2", so I can't put my canopy up, so I always need an assistant when I do, like, pop-up shops or things like that. Yeah, so how do you, how do you like to do, uh, what do you, what are some ways, you mentioned pop-up shops, but what are some ways that you kind of promote your business out to the community? I know you do it online, but what are some other ways that you kind of get your product out there to the world for them to see? Well, the one thing I tell everybody, especially like in my industry, if you make things, I wear a t-shirt that I make every single day and people, nice. people might not compliment it, but they see it. So you have to be a walking billboard for your products. And then when people like do compliment my shirt or say, oh, I like your shirt. I'm like, thank you. I made it. That's always the follow up. Thank you. I made it. Yeah. And, and then like, I'm not afraid to like put, like put, put like my postcard or business card on people's cars. That always helps. And then one thing I saw someone do that I tried to do was like the airdrop thing. So if you have an iPhone and you're in like you're at an event or a crowded place, um, just try to airdrop your, your website or your business information. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But there's many ways to advertise besides online. Okay. Yeah. I kind of heard about the air. Okay. Stop. Uh, yeah. I, I heard about the air, not in a positive way, but I did hear about the air thing, but it was some guy on an airplane. He was doing some other stuff. <laughs> he was sending all stuff that uh, I was like, that's not, that's not promoting a business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> promoting the wrong type of business. Um, so you are, you talking about, uh, you're, you're making, a, your next moves. What are some things that you are looking or excited to do in the future that you haven't had a chance to do yet? I'm not sure. I, I, I can say I've, I've done a lot. <laughs> I know when first people, when most people answer that question, they say travel, but I've traveled a lot. So I don't know. I guess the most thing that I'm most excited to do was just keep going to, you know, to see my business grow in a new state to meet new people okay. and just keep going is what I'm excited to do. Yeah. I like that. Cause you know, a lot of times we just never know what is going to be our next step sometimes. And when we take that new new environment, new energy, new people, new experiences, you might you might decide something that you didn't even plan to do. Next thing you know, I feel like, oh, is she doing a documentary or something? You, know? <laughs> you just you just never know how there's the different opportunities. I love when you get to go and meet other people and different experiences. That was one of the things why I moved. Cause you know, you just sometimes it gets a little like, okay, I've been to this place. I've done that. Now I just want to experience something else and 
have some new opportunities. So definitely I look forward to any of the uh, future endeavors that you kind of come together and that you aspire and create uh, in your new uh, environment. So that'll be awesome. I haven't really like made plans for what I want to do when I get there. I'm just going. Uh-huh. Hey, say it. That's sometimes you just got to do that. Because uh, when I first moved, I was just like, I really don't know what it is I'm doing, but I feel like I'm supposed to be doing something. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be doing something. So um, that I, I look forward to uh, just getting into something new. And I look forward to seeing what new things come your way as well. Thank and you. And like you said, you've been doing a lot of stuff. I mean, you have books on there. You got <laughs> candles on there. You got, <laughs> you are a jack of all trades. And it's just so exciting when, um, you know, we have young business entrepreneurs on the, on the podcast and, uh, and just to see their fruition and what they're trying to accomplish. Now, when we, when we talk about all the things that we've kind of come where we are in terms of where you are as an entrepreneur, a lot of times we have different people in our lives or uh, have inspired us. What are some of the, who are some of the people who you have been inspired by on your journey so far? Right now, like the people who inspire me are like the other business owners I see, like especially local and abroad who started a business during the pandemic and they're still going. Those people inspire me definitely the most because that was, a, like I said, a rough time for everybody. And so people might have started a business as a side hustle, but now that business has taken off and they're doing something that they didn't even know they, that they think they could do. So like definitely like people, other people here in the city in Canton who decided to start a business, like they definitely inspire me. I was definitely like most inspired and motivated by my grandmother. Like she influenced my life a lot. But yeah, just those those people just continue to inspire me and motivate me to keep going. And that's like the best motivation is the motivation of people around you mm-hmm. because we can't do it all alone. You know, like you said, you know, it's some, you just need that that push from other people and that encouragement from, you know, the people around you. So I'm glad that you have been able to have that and continue. The pandemic was rough and anybody can start. uh, I was just, uh, you talked about how you were on TikTok and I was just thinking about that guy who was, I don't know, the the, the guy who does the, the videos where it's something real simple and they, you know, somebody, he'll show a demonstration of somebody doing it real complex and then he'll come <laughs> like a jar and he'll come untwist it and he's like, hey, you know, and he doesn't say anything. Yeah, and the reaction video. <laughs> yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, he lost his job during the pandemic and that's when he started TikTok and he is the number one, he has the most subscribers on TikTok across the board. He's the number one person. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and he didn't say, and then when he does speak, you'd be like, oh, he could. Speak. <laughs> I'm like, he just didn't even think about that. He actually could speak. But um, that's so cool how people have just taken that opportunity and used it to continue to advance themselves. And uh, I saw your website. I loved your design. You got me inspired. I was like, I got to get my stuff together. I need oh, to get thank website. you. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, it's cool. It's exciting. So um, if you had the opportunity, I know for a lot of people, mentoring and, and, and has been a, an important role in their futures. If you could be, or if you had that opportunity, what would you like to do to kind of give back to the community in, in that way to kind of, I guess, inspire or encourage others if you could? Well, one of the things that I 
done that I recently just walked away from was teaching. So when I first graduated from Ohio State, I was actually, you know, working in like daycares and learning centers. Then I had the opportunity to be a substitute teacher for Canton City Schools. So just giving back in that way and knowing that I influenced those children's lives in such a way that they still reach out to me is definitely how I give back. I have some students I taught um, like eighth grade science maybe like two years ago and I, some of those students still reach out to me so definitely knowing like I said that I touched their life in such a way that they still think of me is definitely how I give Don't back. Don't you love that when you just get to see those students and you know you always have those students where you can just you see them and you's like you know you you're gonna be something. Yeah. Gonna, I mean you want them all to be something of course but <laughs> there's some that really stand out in your mind and you're like yes and you know that's like the the greatest thing if you ever think about some of the teachers or people that kind of inspired you growing up I still remember you know my eighth grade teacher who believed in me as a writer and you know had my first writing gig so that's always uh teachers are are amazing in that way and that's so amazing that you were able to kind of touch those lives of those students and they're not going to forget you they're going to remember you Mm -hmm. and they're going to always remember that too uh I just love children from a distance. <laughs> no, <laughs> I always say that. But uh, kids, they 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 will remember you. Now, the the thing that's gonna be the trip is when you you see that that kid that you had in preschool, and then they come like, yeah, I just graduated high school. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, you were, then that age thing, you're like. Has it been that long? <laughs> well, listen, oh and, and I won't look like it, though. We won't look like it, though. <laughs> we won't, yeah. We look, still look, you know, still have that youthfulness. But, but man, they'll remind you when they come up to you. Be like, yeah, you know, you taught me in kindergarten. And, yeah, you have me in preschool. And look at me now. I'm graduating graduate college. You're like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, uh, I think of my, I think I did that to my history, art history teacher from preschool, like kindergarten or whatever. And I saw him again and I had graduated college and everything. And he was like, oh my. <laughs> yeah, that, um, that happened, <laughs> that happened to me. Like one of the teachers who I had in school, I was now working with her when I was a substitute teacher. Like she was still teaching and now here I am. I was in her class and we teaching together. <laughs> wow, it's like a full circle moment. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, you know, you've had a lot of experiences. You've um, you've been doing this for quite some time. What is um, what is the most important thing that you have learned as as an entrepreneur? That every day won't be a good day. And during those bad days is when you, you know, you dig deep to keep going. That part. Yeah, because like people see your people see your successes. They don't see your struggles. So just knowing that you know you you get through those struggles, like you get through those valley moments, and you reach those mountaintops, and you remember those like the, the struggle that you went through to get there. Um, and you know that, like I said, like every day won't be a good day, but those good days just remind you to to keep going. Yeah. Just keep going, keep going. So for those out there who are looking to maybe tap into their own entrepreneurial spirit what what advice would you give them always start with doing your research with whatever market you want to go into whatever field you want to go into make sure you do your research then not and then also you you're not going to be the only one doing this so when you look around when you finally do that research you get into the field you look around and you realize there's a thousand and one people doing what you do like don't be discouraged because no one is doing it how you're doing it Right. So just like, you know, tap into your creativity, 
bring something new to the field and you'll be good. Okay. I like that advice. <laughs> I think that's uh, people don't research these days. You're like, oh, I'm gonna create this. And it's like, you know, that's been done. Yeah, they see <laughs> they see somebody else doing it and they think they can do it, not knowing what that person mm -hmm. went through to get where they're yeah. at. And I always feel like, you know, you came in on their chapter 25. You wasn't there for chapter one so you don't know what they went through. You weren't even there for the setup and the outline. <laughs> right. For the chapters. Yeah, because it, it, it's rough out there trying to, to do, it's not an easy thing, but it's such a rewarding thing mm -hmm. when you, you know, you see the fruits of your labor. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for just taking some time to to talk with me. Before you go, I, I do what we call a random round, and I just ask some random questions, like two or three questions, just so the listeners can get a, a, a broader sense of uh, of you. So, Mafra, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what have you read or listened to that has inspired you? Well, I'm big on reading. So I read a couple of books, especially that helps with business. So the number one was The Laptop Millionaire. If you don't know the book, get the book. The Millionaire Next Put Door. The, description. the Millionaire um, Next Door. Oh, yeah. I got that one. Yeah, I like that one. It's not really like an, an exciting read, but it it's, I feel like it's necessary. Mm -hmm. There was a book called uh, The Big Leap, which is definitely uh, essential to your reading. And then The Four Agreements and now The Five Agreements. I think there's five now. So both of those books. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. I love all of those. I'll definitely have to put some of those in the description for um, some uh, later. What are some things you had to unlearn? I said this recently. Meeting people's expectations. So the... The quote that I live by, my life motto is that other people's expectations are not my responsibility. So meeting other people's expectations is what I had to unlearn because it's my life to live. It's my goals. It's my path. Live your life how you want to. I like that a lot. What are some small things that make your day better? Working out. So I, I'll definitely go to, the, go to the park and walk around. One of my favorite things to do is to drive up to Cleveland and just sit at the beach. So just okay. those 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 moments where you take time for yourself. It might and it might not be like a full day of relaxation, but just taking time out the day for yourself or for myself makes the day a lot better, a lot easier. Okay. Okay, I like that. Taking time. That's self care. We talked about that. Yeah. That's important. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so, so much for taking your time out. I know it's a busy day, Sundays, you know, it's a busy time, but I really appreciate you just taking some time out to sit and talk with us. And um, if listeners want to get more information about you or follow you or, you know, on your social media handles, where can they go? Well, my Facebook is real simple, just styled by Pam. Instagram is styled by Pam underscore uh, PD. You can learn more about me on my website, styledbypampj.com. My TikTok is styled by Pam Davis. I'm not really big on Twitter. I don't even know my Twitter handle, but if you search styled by Pam, I'm sure I'll come up. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to figure out Twitter for the longest. I haven't gotten there either. Girl, I get you. All right. So, um, like I said, thanks again for you coming on. And thanks to you for the listeners for continuing to listen and tuning in every Thursday at 10 a.m. Remember to, when you tune in, to hit the follow button so that you, you don't miss any episodes. And until we meet again, I'm your host, Nikki C. Take care. Bye.